Hey everyone, this is Nikki Vicente, and you're listening to the Paperback Chapters. This is a place where I read old stories. You can listen to it when you want to relax or before going to sleep. I personally love listening to podcasts where they read old storybooks. I find it very relaxing, and I hope you find the paperback chapters calming and soothing too. One of the things that calms me down is reading my book of collected Grimm Brothers stories. These are the older versions of stories like Snow White, Briar Rose, Cinderella, and more. I love the Disney versions, but I think that there's a darker and more enticing quality to these Grimm Brothers stories. So for the first episode of Paperback Chapters, I will be reading Rumpelstiltskin. Before we start, I want to show some love for the beautiful podcast artwork made by one of my best friends, Ceci. Thank you for making this, Ces. You can check out more of her work on Instagram at Paints. Without further ado, this is Rumpelstiltskin by the Brothers Grimm, dedicated to Ceci. Here's to 10 years of helping each other stay in the light. I will be dedicating each chapter or each episode to someone special. If you'd like me to read a message on this show for someone you love, or if you have a story request, just go to bit.ly slash paperbackchapters. Now, if you're sitting comfortably or snug in bed, then I'll begin. Rumpelstiltskin by the Brothers Grimm There was once a poor miller who had a beautiful daughter. One day, he happened to fall into conversation with the king, and in order to impress him, he said, You know, your majesty, I have a daughter who can spin straw into gold. The king said to the miller, I like the sound of that. If your daughter is as clever as you say, bring her to the castle tomorrow, and we'll see what she can do. When the girl was brought to him, he took her to a room that was filled with straw right up to the ceiling. He gave her a spinning wheel and several spools and said, There you are. Work all day and all night, and if you haven't spun all the straw into gold by tomorrow morning, you'll be put to death. Then he himself locked the door, and she was left there all alone. The poor girl sat there with no idea what to do. Of course she couldn't spin straw into gold, and the longer she sat there, the more frightened she became, and finally she began to cry. Then suddenly the door opened, and in came a little man. Good day, Miss Miller, and what are you blubbering for? I'm supposed to spin the straw into gold, and I don't know how to do it, and if I don't, they're going to kill me. Oh, well... What will you give me if I do it for you? My necklace. Let's have a look at it. He peered at the necklace and nodded, and put it in his pocket, and then he sat down at the spinning wheel. He set to work so fast she could hardly see his hands. Whirr, whirr, whirr went the wheel, and the first spool was full. He put another one on, and whirr, 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 and that one was full too. It went on like that till morning, and then all the straw was spun, and all the spools were filled with gold. 
Then the little man left without another word. At sunrise, the king came and unlocked the door. He was pleased to see all that gold, and a bit surprised too that the miller's daughter had managed to do it. But it wasn't enough for him, so he took her to another room, even larger, that was filled with straw like the first one. Spin all this in one night or lose your life, he said, and locked the door. Once again, the poor girl began to cry, and once again the door opened, and there was the little man. What will you give me if I spin all this into gold for you? The ring from my finger. Let's have a look at it. He squinted at it and put it in his pocket. Then he began to spin. The wheel went whir, whir, whir all night long, and by morning, all the straw was turned into gold. The king was even more delighted, but he still hadn't got enough gold. He took the miller's daughter to an even larger room filled with straw like the others and said, Spin this into gold and I'll make you my wife. He was thinking, She's only a miller's daughter, but I'll never find a richer wife in all the world. When the girl was alone, the little man opened the door a third time. What will you give me? I've got nothing left. Then you've got to promise me that when you're queen, you'll give me your first child. Well, who can tell what will happen in the future, she thought, and she promised the little man what he asked for. He set to work, and by morning, all the straw had been spun into gold. When the king saw it, he kept his promise, and the miller's lovely daughter became the queen. A year later, she brought a beautiful child into the world. She'd put the little man out of her mind, but all of a sudden, there he was. Now, you must give me what you promised, he said. Oh no, no, please, anything but that. I'll give you all the wealth in the kingdom. What would I want that for when I can spin gold from straw? I want a living baby, that's what I want. The queen began to cry and weep so much that the little man felt sorry for her. All right, I'll give you three days, he said. You find out what my name is in three days, and you can keep your child. The queen sat up all night trying to remember every name she'd ever heard. She'd sent a messenger into the town to ask for any unusual names, and wrote down everything he came back with. When the little man returned, she began, Is it Caspar? No, that's not my name. Is it Melchior? No, that's not my name. Is it Balthazar? No, that's not my name. She went on through all the names the messenger brought back, and each time the little man said, No, that's not my name. The second day, she sent the messenger out into the country. There must be some strange names out there, she thought, and there were. When the little man came back, she tried them out. Is it Pickle Burster? No, that's not my name. Is it Hanky Dank? No, that's not my name. Is it McMustard Plaster? But he always answered, No, that's not my name. She was getting desperate. On the third day, though, the messenger came back with a strange tale. I haven't heard any more names of the sort I found yesterday, your majesty. 
but when I was near the top of the mountain in the thickest part of the forest, I saw a little house. There was a fire burning in front of it, and a little man, you should have seen him, he looked absurd, was dancing about in front of it, hopping on one leg and singing out, One more day and then she'll see, the royal child belongs to me. Water, earth, and air, and flame, Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Well, you can imagine how pleased the queen was to hear that. When the little man came in, he was rubbing his hands together and hopping with glee and saying, Now, milady, what's my name? Is it Tom? No, that's not my name. Is it Dick? No, that's not my name. Is it, let me see, Harry? No, that's not my name. Well, I wonder if it could be Rumpelstiltskin? The devil told you that, the devil told you that, the little man yelled, and in his fury he stamped his right foot so hard that he drove it into the ground right up to his waist. Then he took hold of his left foot with both hands and tore himself in two.